What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Tuesday, April 21st. Here's what you missed while you were dodging the news like a normal person. You know, Trumpito came down that escalator in 2015 and started talking about his issues with immigration right off the bat. He showed his cards, or at least he knew that would attract the base he needed to kickstart his campaign. And late last night, he just continued with that same approach to things that scare him. Block it and put up a wall, kind of like he does with his daughter Tiffany or Eric. Anyways, in a tweet, as per the huge, he let us know that he, quote, intends to sign an executive order suspending all immigration to the United States. But the president appears to have again publicly declared a U.S. policy that was not yet ready for implementation, leaving his aides rushing to deliver on his pronouncement. Color me surprised. He said the move to suspend immigration is needed to safeguard American jobs and defend the country from the pandemic, calling coronavirus the invisible enemy. It's still not clear if administration officials have worked through the implications of completely shutting down the country's immigration system. But my guess is the Kush has it all under control. And see, here's the real problem with these blanket statements made from an iPhone while sitting on a golden toilet. Halting immigration to the United States could affect hundreds of thousands of visa holders and other would-be green card recipients who are planning and preparing to come to the United States at any given time. Most of them are family members of a Americans. The latest stats say the State Department issued about 460,000 immigration visas last year and processed nearly 580,000 green card approvals for foreigners who applied for permanent residency. It was only a matter of time before this closet bigot would use this pandemic as his excuse for making America lonely again. Hey, maybe I can charge his marketing campaign for that one. Speaking of the Trump, this one's a better story. Looks like the Senate and the Treasury slash White House administration have finally agreed to a deal on the second funding of the PPP. That's the Paycheck Protection Program. That's aimed at providing small businesses with some much needed funds to continue operations during the Ronas. Quoting The Hill, details of the package are forthcoming, but it is expected to total more than $450 billion and provide roughly $300 billion for the Small Business Administration's popular program, PPP, and $50 billion for the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program. Schumer announced that $125 billion of the money for PPP will be set aside for underbanked small businesses that don't have strong relationships with local banks, such as small restaurants and hair salons. Trump says he'll sign it immediately. He's also actually looking ahead to the next round of discussions for state and local government fiscal relief. If you recall, Democrats were trying to get that into this bill, but they kicked that down for the next one. If you'll also recall, this program ran out of money late last week and we found out that a lot of those funds went to decidedly not small businesses for instance ruth's chris steakhouse reported getting 20 million dollars potbelly sandwiches they got nine milli and beloved hamburger chain shake shack got 10 million apparently there was a loophole in the last bill that allowed franchises and chains to still apply if each store had less than 500 employees and obviously what kind of restaurant has that many so they technically qualified well at least shake shack gave the monies back In a blog post yesterday, they apologized while they were stating their reasons for applying for the funds. And it makes sense. Like I said before, if you're a good business, you go after the free money. I just don't think most people expected it to dry up so quickly. Well, now that that's over with, I guess on to stimulus part three. 
first time in NASA history, a crew of astronauts will be leaving American soil, and it won't be in a NASA ship taking them up to space, but instead a privately designed spacecraft built by none other than SpaceX, the company owned and operated by Elon Musk. Scheduled for May 27th, after six years of working on the Dragon, it completed its final safety test in January after being put through its paces during an uncrewed test flight back in March of 2019. So there's one more parachute drop test that must be completed first though but if that works they'll leave from the same launch pad as the apollo missions after reaching orbit they'll spend about 24 hours testing the dragon's various sensors comm systems and thrusters before docking with the international space station quoting quartz this is a huge moment for spacex Since Musk founded the company in 2002, it has been dedicated to human spaceflight and the goal of spreading humanity throughout the solar system. Successfully carrying people to low Earth orbit will be a major validation for the company and also open up new business opportunities, including space tourism. But May 27th is the first step. Quote, that's going to be a big, big day for our nation. A big day for the world, NASA admin Jim Bridenstine told Quartz. One small step, right? So AT&T announced today that if you're on one of their current HBO included plans, you'll be getting HBO Max also included. And I would hope so because it's all the same service stuff, right? Anyways, you're probably asking yourself, what the heck is HBO Max if it's not HBO and do I get it? Well, first let's break down HBO. So for one, it's owned by Warner Media. And Warner Media is now owned by AT&T. That's the first connection. HBO is available as a channel via cable, satellite, and live TV streaming providers. We mentioned a couple of these yesterday, like DirecTV Now and Sling or AT&T TV Now. Oh my God, there's so many. So if you pay for HBO via one of those ways, you can also access HBO on the move by using the HBO Go app. This lets you stream the HBO shows from your phone or tablet or Apple TV or something. Okay, so that's one. Then what if you don't have HBO via one of those ways? Okay, here's where it gets fun. Because you can also subscribe to HBO through one of these over-the-top services like Amazon channels and Apple TV channels and the Roku TV app. That lets you stream HBO shows, but there's no live component. Then you could also subscribe to only HBO streaming directly from HBO. That service was called HBO Now. Still with me? If so, you've reached the end of the maze. Here is where we find HBO Max. This is their latest service offering. And what, pray tell, is HBO Max? So according to their website, HBO Max is Warner Media's new streaming platform ready to launch in May 2020. It includes the HBO service. It also includes a collection of new programming that are called Max Originals. There's also select favorites from brands such as Warner Brothers, New Line Cinema, DC, CNN, The Turner Library, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, Looney Tunes, and more, and of course a selection of acquired series and movies. And if you already subscribe to these other services, such as DirecTV Premiere, DirecTV Lo Maximo, UVerse 400 and UVerse 450, AT&T TV Now, Max, or if your wireless plan is the AT&T Unlimited Elite. These people have amazing names for their programs, I tell you. Then you can also watch all the friends and the Big Bang Theory that your heart contents. Phew, that was a lot. Hope at least one of you goes and checks this out after all that. If so, make sure you use my promo code JK641. I'm just joking. I don't got no promo codes. (laughs) 
<laughs> By the way, if you don't subscribe to any of that stuff and you just want to get this service, it's going to run you $14.99 a month, which I guess means HBO Now is going away because that's how much that costs. You must really got to love friends for 15 bucks a month, though. Okay, A-Rod J-Lo news, what? So A-Rod grew up in New York City, right, in Manhattan. So you would have thought he was right at home playing for the Yankees all those years and winning a World Series. But did you know he actually grew up a Mets fan? That's right, the New York Metropolitans. And he's made it no secret, telling Jimmy Fallon at one point, that the 1986 Mets World Series winning game was one of the best nights of his life, right after the birth of his daughters. Good catch, Dad. And he followed up that same night by saying, if the opportunity came came up to buy the Mets, I would certainly look at it. And so I guess the opportunity has come up because the Wilpons, who currently own the Mets, almost sold the team to billionaire hedge fund manager Steve Cohen back in December. But that fell apart because they wanted to keep control for up to five years. But now they're still seriously trying to sell the team. And both A-Rod plus J-Lo have signed on with J.P. Morgan Chase to help them raise the capital to scoop it up. And while their combined net worth is probably around 700 million, it's unlikely they'll be throwing their fortune at the Mets, who by the way are valued at around $2.6 billion right now. They'd probably get an ownership portion. See, Derek Jeter threw only about $25 million at the Marlins to get 4% and control of baseball operations, but they were only worth $1.4 billion. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how much they can raise if this story pans out. The Mets are not going to have any of those contingencies if they do end up selling to A-Rod and J-Lo as the report currently notes. By by the way, whoever does buy the team will assume annual losses of at least $50 million. Ooh, the Mets can't buy a win out of that one. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. Hey, so I know you're all pretty well versed in, you know, the Tiger King lore, but does anyone remember, you know, before the Tiger King, there was the Tiger Man? So, Back in like 2003, there was a tiger found, get this, in an apartment in Harlem. It was three years old, 425 pounds. I won't ruin the whole story. The link is in the show notes, but definitely a good read if you want a quick brush up on some recent exotic animal history. Right in my hood, too. That's wild. Also, it looks like Fraggle Rock is making a comeback. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's available on Apple TV Plus for free. And since all TV production is pretty much currently halted, they actually filmed the episodes at home using iPhone 11. So cool. Well, I hope everyone had a great day yesterday and it continues on into the rest of this week. I'm looking forward to what comes. As always, remember to stay focused, proud, and dedicated. I got you with the news down in fraggle rock